0: Hey everyone, and welcome to the MTT Painful Juice Podcast, this is episode number 38. Joining me, as always, is Cole Kirkman, and also joining us is the San Diego RC champion, Josh Willis. Welcome, everyone. (laughs) Hello, thanks for having me. Howdy, howdy. (laughs) Yeah, I asked uh, Josh to join us a few days ago, a little bit after he won the RC in San Diego, and he reluctantly decided to join us for the podcast. <laughs> um, but it was uh, a, it was awesome to kind of see as much as we could physically see. We got kicked out of the venue uh, at the final round, unfortunately. Uh, but it was so great to see you. Um, every time we saw you play, uh, you just you were just winning. It felt like you just didn't stop winning at a certain point. So um, yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was surreal. I don't know. <laughs> You're right. Um, so yeah, so this episode's gonna be all about Josh, uh, Josh, Joshua Willis, and uh, kind of a little bit about him. So Josh, I guess let's start from the beginning. Uh, let's go to uh, how, what? How did you get into magic? Like, what was what brought you in? And I got just kind of tell us about uh, how I guess how you got to the best result. Uh, in your life at this point
1: <laughs> yeah um I mean I feel like I started like a lot of people just you know at a school lunch table where friends uh you know had this game and had an intro and wanted to share it with someone um yeah so that that would have been like return to Ravnica time 2014 I was like high school time um and yeah, I just played casual, like super, super kitchen table casual for uh, a while, um, and then journey into Nick's range uh, was when I f- went to my first uh, Friday Night Magic and like kind of understood and learned what tournament magic was, um, and you know as a lot of people who play your jank brew or deck or intro deck and not really understand what a meta game is and what like the best decks are and just get crushed um but i i don't know that kind of drove me to study a lot and made me like hey what is that deck like that's really really way more powerful than what anything of that you know my sister and i are doing um because we got into magic at around the same time and kind of like played with each other um after my, uh, friend from high school had taught me, um, but no, I mean, we were also just, like, broke teenagers at the time, right, so, uh, I mostly got into drafts, I, to this day, I still love limited, is my favorite format, um, did a lot of, like, studying limited resources, and anytime the Star City Games events or, like, Grand Prix's, like, stuff would be in town, like, we wouldn't play the main event, but we'd, like, play these side events, like, I... Loved the Sunday uh, PPTQ, or Sunday PCQ, I think. I think that went directly to the pro tour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I never won one of those, but, like, I did a sealed one and top-aided it to get just a bunch of prize wall tickets with the uh, SEG, which you could use for cards. So I used that to uh, buy into Bank Company, and Standard was the the best deck at the time. It was slightly budget, because we chose not to play... uh, Jace Friends Prodigy. A uh, $100 like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, thing. in that too. Oh yeah, like, yeah. no, we, yeah, we played super budget version, but the deck was still busted. Like, we played, well, we played it when, um, uh, so we played it with Eldrazi Displacer. We, we chose, you know, we played a mana yes. base to facilitate that. So we would, like, set up these sick Eldrazi Displacer loops and with Reflector Mage. The deck was a lot of fun. Um, but we actually, you know, we, you know, her and I both had success with that deck at a you know a bunch of smaller events, local events, side events, um, and we were testing modern, trying to get into modern because the next big tournament was a uh, Star City Game Star City Games Dallas, and like a lot of the RPTQs the regional pro tour qualifiers were uh, modern at the time. Um. Um, so the deck that we chose. To, to buy into after like slowly grinding our way into it and uh, you know, meeting people to help out with that. Um, one of my best friends on the planet who picked me up on uh, his team, Will Barlin, uh, helps us a lot with card availability once we met him. But uh, Sun and Moon, it was just like a red white uh prison deck, uh, using and Spirit Guide and Chalice of the Void and Blood Moon deck was cheesy, but it, it brought my uh, my sister Nico to the uh. Pro Tour Dublin in uh, 2017, uh, Pro Tour Rural. Oh, oh nice. really? So yeah, I, didn't I know have that, never yeah. been to. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, a lot of a lot of people uh, don't, but I I have tested for a Pro Tour before. I've never been to a Pro Tour, but um, yeah, she did not do well. She like, I think she 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 got a couple wins, but you know, definitely didn't make day two. Um, I mean, it's still like that's a huge feat.
0: Yeah, like, it just, just, just a room, go,
1: it's a big deal. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah no uh it was crazy she actually um you know, beat um uh, and what made people recognize me um initially when i when because we when i first moved to the area and will barlin recognized me because uh she had won a pptq beating uh <laughs> aspiring spike in the finals like way before he started streaming Oh, nice! Um, and they're like hey are you the are you the sun and moon person I'm like no that would be my sibling <laughs> um but yeah i know it's a deck that you all know, gave us a lot of success but point is like at that point there was at at that point that like i knew the competitive drive was there like no matter what format um you know then i was kind of on a team um we're all pushing each other trying to learn be the best magic players we can choose the right decks for the tournaments um my first like real tournament success uh, other than like side events and you know strong finishes uh, like little stuff like the um limited event uh was the Hunter Burton in 2017 um I think it was the last year it was standard it might have been 2016 um but you they just the, the four color uh Lee cat combo and uh, top eight in my first 100 birds, and it was great. It was much smaller at the time, it was like 100 players or so. Um, but yeah, uh, I know this is a long in answer to your question, but no, no, we it just... was great, it was awesome, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, so yeah, we, yeah, I think that was my first like main tournament success, and then the year after, um, the 100 uh, birds switched to modern, and I played burned that event and lost to uh made it to the finals. That was my first like camera match and too. It was great. Uh lost lost in the the finals to a uh, Gokan Lim on uh Jess control. and like sick Archangel Avison tech. Uh oh yeah. Yeah. But no, um that's that, like that was kind of the last time I really grinded magic. Um I think mean, also with a lot of people we uh kind of took a back seat during you know covid time and magic honestly in general is just like not very good in my opinion for a while um like most formats were like broken and not particularly fun anymore for me um you know this was printing of like uro oko time um oh magic health yeah, yeah, yeah. Is, that what, is that what we call it yeah yeah <laughs> um no so yeah i i played uh legends of terror during magic hell time Um. Uh, eventually you know as as always you know people get sucked back in you're um, right no one's ever really out oh yeah absolutely like <laughs> i i sold like down on my collection i did sell out uh so yeah i i once once they announced the rcqs were coming or the the pros were was coming back, and it was in the form of these uh, RCQs into RCs. Like, yeah, we we all just hopped back on the grind, and I was really excited to do that. Um, yeah, uh, like, Pro- uh, regional championship Atlanta went terribly for for me. I went, like, zero four 4 drop, but I you know, was just happy to be there, happy to qualify and learned a lot from that experience, and I feel like I lear- what I learned from that helped me test revamp my testing process and be much more prepared for this event regional championship two in san diego and i was much more happy with the salt result <laughs> obviously <Yeah. laughs> but so yeah. uh, go
0: going, going back to so just kind of just a curious question what do you play at atlanta that was the pioneer uh, format
1: correct oh I, right. I guess i didn't mention that no, no, no I, you're fine yeah. i played a, a mono green devotion um in okay. my testing process the reason I thought that was just okay, I'm just gonna play a bunch of Magic Online and whatever deck I'm winning with the most, we'll just we'll just play that. Um and like, you know, I I had I at some point I started a, pre- a spreadsheet. I haven't done the since, but you know, I had over a hundred games, a hundred matches logged on Magic Online with uh Model green, and I had like a 65% win rate or something. And I'm like, all right, we'll just doing this. And like, you know, brothers were cards who were printed that like, I felt helped the deck a lot, like Haywire Mites, and uh, Woodcaller Automaton. Yep. But at the end of the day, like, every single person in that room, all like almost a thousand players, had a plan to beat Model Green. I'm not saying all of them succeeded. You know, there were definitely some Model Green players that did well, but in general, like, most of a lot of the room were mono green, and it did not do particularly well that tournament. Like relatively, yeah. yeah I know Jacob was at that. He played mono green. And did I mean he? <laughs> yeah, he did like, it better than I did. But <laughs>
2: yeah, I mean like only slightly. To be fair, during that time, like mono green was the boogeyman. Of right. Combat. Like it, it was the gatekeeper. <laughs> like if your deck couldn't even like tussle with it, yeah, you shouldn't just, even bother you playing. You just couldn't it. play the game. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
1: It makes me wonder if, like, model green, like, when model green is just going to randomly pop up again and <laughs> people they got stop some respecting new toys. It. We'll see. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, I haven't looked at the Martian machine stuff too closely. Um, yeah, you
2: got it. You're on the pro tour, brother. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I have, I have, I have friends and and family looking into uh, what deck I should play in standard. I'm gonna start drafting here soon, and that's gonna be the first step in my practice awesome so let's yeah let's go ahead and get into uh standard uh, so
0: you went to sure. uh, so obviously you're here because you did incredibly well at san diego thank you uh, leading up to yeah leading that hey, you're welcome leading, <laughs> up <to> that, <laughs> leading up to that leading uh, up to that because i know you took the last minute pivot based on a recommendation from a friend can i tell uh-huh. us what where, where your head was at and then mm-hmm. what why you finally landed on on your deck
1: yeah um I mean, I, f- I feel like my testing process was real... At least at the beginning was, like, relatively straightforward of, like, okay, just, you know, cast a net wide, see what sticks out, you know, see what feels good or bad or, like, what matchups. Get a, get a general feel for the matchups thread. So I played, you know... Normally I start off aggro decks first, because it's just easiest to pick up while you're learning a format. Um, and this was all, like, once... I didn't really test it at all until Xia came out, or, yeah, Firexia all one came out, um... So I knew exactly what I was getting into for the format. So I tested, like, you know, the Toxic deck and Mono Red and Soldiers. Soldiers was really good at the beginning of the format. Um, and, see, you know, all of those felt fine. Like, they could win. Um, as for Legends was was my backup deck for a long time, I was I actually, I actually really liked that deck. Uh, and I think that was also a really good choice for the tournament. Kentakahama... Uh, Top-aided with, um, uh, that deck as well, um, but yeah, uh, so I was leaning on, uh, S for Legends for a bit, but I, once I said, okay, we're gonna pick up, like, what at the time was the de facto best deck, the, like, Rixus midrange, um, you know, for most of the, its life in standard, and, you know, the deck was very, very good, and I think it, you know, would've been an insane meta call, or insane deck to bring, like, three weeks ago, um, so that's where a lot of my testing wins you know me and my, my other teammate will um who who also went to the event um he did pretty well with with the deck as well he didn't cash but he he did really well with reanimator Uh but yeah we we're testing grixis together and at some point like Literally the week before the event, like I, you know, less than seven days before we were, uh, you know, sitting out for around one, right? Uh, I, I had, you know, started losing a little bit more than than I was before, and like you know, seeing some weird, you know, developments in the meta because, and I was watching the meta incredibly closely, uh, like the Canadian, RC, for example, like you know, a lot of pe- made a lot of people move to Red Black as a professional team there uh, had a lot of success just going, cutting the, cutting the blue from Grixis, um, playing more streamlined deck, whatever, I'm like, who, I should consider that, I don't know, um, sorry, I, I played that for a little bit, and now everyone was on this, like, Razorlash Transmogrant thing to beat each other, um, and, like, the win rate for Grixis, if you look at the win rate on, like, the last couple RCs leading up to the, uh, leading up to San Diego, it was the most represented deck, and it had the worst win rate. It was kind of wild. Um, so I'm like, alright, we're gonna have to, like, rethink this. So I was playing rectos for a bit, um... Oh, also, like, I, I guess, you know, backtracking a little bit. Uh, when the reanimator decks first started, like, saying... Trying to be a thing, uh, when people, like, were realizing how good a Traxo so was, um... I played uh I, I I built a cruelty of Gix uh Grixis build um but determines that it was worse than normal Grixis midrange because in the mirror uh your deck was just way too clunky uh when both players have access to counter spells. Okay, sure. Yeah, so it it wasn't until like you know, five days before the event uh, Jacob, who you mentioned earlier, uh, it's funny how we're on the same wavelength on, like, what decks to play sometimes. And I was asking him, like, hey, I know you've been playing, like, Rakdos Reanimator. Animator. You know, tell me about that list. Like, what you've been playing, how does it feel, what's your matchup spread feel like? And he's like, I feel pretty favored against everyone, honestly. And, you know, <laughs> like, oh. I mean, you know, when people, when Magic players say that, like, no offense to Magic players, but also little offense to Magic players, because they say that about a lot of decks. Like, anytime. You know, people have a good one rated stuff. Like, it it can be, including myself, it can be really easy to get blinded by like, you know, archetypically what your bad matchups might be. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, so at first, yeah, I just assumed that's what's happening. He said, yeah, I haven't figured out the enchantments matchup. Um, and model blue can be tough sometimes. I'm like, all right, sure. Um, but I just started testing it, playing it, and like, start winning a ton and i'm glad i asked for his list because that list looked way different than like the original builds of the deck um and i'm not saying jacob uh i think he tuned a couple things but it was just like the meta the the magic online magic database just you know doing its magic on refining decks um but playing at sushi playing plaza of heroes um like these are just not cards that were in in the original builds of the deck. Um playing four cut downs, two brotherhoods in so you don't get run over. Like the deck card just shows was much more much better for a lack of <laughs> a better term. Right. Um So I'm like all right, uh and when I started testing and winning, um And and all this kind of came from just the meta changing um counters once again, counter spells going to the back seat when people were moving to Rakdos had the consequence of not only Rakdos being popular, which I think is an incredible matchup for uh, Reanimator, um, but also Mono White popped up way more to beat Rakdos, because the Grixis builds like weren't actually that bad against Mono White in my opinion. Just the Stateful Stroke was so good against them. Sure, yeah. But no, the 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 control decks like performed really well against the uh mid range builds, but it just was so they they have such a tough time when you're pretty good for axes in the play, man, like Right. so you know, we see stone brain tech from them and you know, conversely I'll, I put like the Tox rule or decided to play the Tox rule as like a hedge against that and against like uh, toxic decks and stuff. But Right. Yeah, it all just culminated in that. um, And if everybody was, like, just duressing each other anyway, you know, people just started leaning on duress more to beat these things. My main thought was, like, well, archetypical... I love fair... I play John and Modern. I love fair thoughts, these decks. But, like, archetypically, duress just plays better when you're playing unfair strategies. Like, when you're forcing a combo through, like, make it a combo, not just, like, an Invoke Despair or something. Right. So, yeah, that's kind of all of the testing that went into that, like, long shower thoughts, long, like, just evaluating, (laughs) you know, what the meta looks like and what the ramifications are to make, like, a meta call. Um, So I had a long call with my teammate after that. I'm like, yeah, look, I know we've been testing the hell out of Grixis, um, but I I think we should audible, and I don't usually audible much. (laughs) Right. So it, it took a lot, like, a big meta shift for me to pull the trigger on that um,
2: I will say got... if there's anyone to trust, Jacob like is a very good player.
1: Mm-hmm. Agree. Like, I
2: give I give him a lot of shit, <laughs> like because I've known him for a long time, but uh-huh. he he does make really good calls sometimes, and he did put a lot of work into that strategy. Like I would watch that dude like O four leagues sometimes, and still keep his head up about it, and thankfully the meta did shift to like lose blue. So that dude, you didn't have to fight that fight anymore, because I did watch him and you both just kind of like, all right, Draxa so. <laughs> like, yeah, like what
1: are you gonna do? Yeah, here's my seven seven that draws five, like good luck, <laughs> yeah, sometimes hold it positive here, so yeah, and you said Jacob, like, you know put a lot of the testing in for me, basically, uh, he uh, like he o four dropped, so I didn't have to <laughs> he, I did feel bad for him because
2: he he didn't have his invite for this, and he was doing LCQs. Uh-huh. He was in round four, and he was against Ali, and they were in turns. Allie and Trazi, into, uh, Yeah, going oh, into... Oh, on Trazi, okay. Yeah. Going into game three, they went on turns, and the way that's resolved... No, is, not uh, the sudden death. First, it's first life total change.
1: The sudden death ruins. Yeah, so
2: Ali was on uh, domain control. Uh-huh. So he just went turn two cycle... No higher
0: vibration. Yeah, one <laughs> that no. ended Jacob. That was the last action that happened. Oh, that broke his
2: back. Yeah, he was, he was done. Yeah, yeah like I, I felt so bad because he he looked at the final two that it it would have been Muddle White.
1: Yeah, he it, those are good matchups. Yeah, and that. he was
2: like, I could have easily beat that, and I was like, damn, because he he was he did two LCQs and went round third or yeah, he went round Route three, three, round four. W- yeah, he went round three, lost game three against Rakdos on a Moldify where the Rakdos player would, like, turn two Transmogorant, turn three it.
1: Yeah, sometimes yeah. you can't beat him down like that.
2: And then, yeah, and then, yeah, that whole, uh, I felt so bad, because he was, like, he got on the play, and he was, like, turn two Bloodtithe Harvester, and now he was, like, turn two Playland Cycle. Uh-huh. And he was, like, well, yep, <laughs> <guess> I die.
0: <laughs> Rough.
2: But, yeah, and, and, you know, honestly, to you, Joshua, like, it, it it means that like I, I've known you for a little bit. Uh-huh. You know, I mean, I don't know you like crazy personally, but I've I've always seen no, you play. We played we, for we've a played, while, yeah, yeah. We've played each other. I always really enjoyed playing you, but dude, like honestly, like seeing your emotion <laughs> of like and like in real shit, like like if there was anyone I think deserves this like success, it's you. Because like you put the work, brother, and you could tell that this meant the world to you, <laughs> like. I like full honest to God love that shit. Like there are players that they get top eight, and this is just another you know notch on the wall for them. Uh-huh. But you know, for like some people, like this is the, like this is the shit. They're, like this is top tier stuff. And I saw that in you, and that was like <laughs> that made me go. That made me go to the hotel and cry. I was like, damn, uh-huh. that, that dude, that dude. This this is this shit right here. And I'm so
1: happy for you. Like you
2: <laughs> honestly deserve. Thank
1: you so much. Yeah, no, I was. Yeah, I just didn't know how to process any of the emotions. I literally, because it was a beautiful venue. Like, I literally walked outside to the beach, sat on a rock, and just cried. Like, full stop. Like, I did not know (laughs) (laughs) um Yeah, like, I mean, because this is something that I've been pushing, like, like a lot of magic players been pushing for for what almost a decade now. I said, I first picked up a magic card in like 2014 range like almost a decade i've been trying to reach the pro tour that was all i wanted to do like that was just that was just you know the goal yeah top Um, 48 was actually the goal for you yeah for a lot of people he uh and then like just to go so far above and beyond just like accidentally keep winning these games like (laughs) and i i just didn't know how to process it um you know i'm glad the it was annoying. Uh, I, I know it was annoying to spectators, because, uh, like, a lot of my, you know, when the semifinals match was uh, was underway, I thought, okay, you know, uh, Reckless is kind of ahead right now. I kind of peeked in, like, so I texted people, like, hey, I'll be playing the finals in, like, uh, 30 minutes, maybe. So, I hey, I'll go outside, take a walk, and then, like, an hour and a half later, they're still playing. Um, yeah, it was like a two-hour semi, right, or some yeah, shit. Yeah, like it was, it was, it was two-hour match of magic. Um, wow, it was fifty minutes for game one, I think. Yeah. Um. So I had plenty of thankfully, I had plenty of time to like refocus myself, reset myself. My my hero of a teammate will ran across the street because the convention center was closing to grab me food. Ran in with food just to get immediately kicked out with y'all, yeah, <laughs> of the of the venue. So I ate my food and yeah, settled up for uh, for a crazy finals match. I'm glad my max my match against uh, Max McFady. He's a much better player than I am. Uh, full disclosure, uh, <laughs> I I just had such a fortunate matchup. Um, in fact, like. I know. There was a point where I just looked at the top eight and kinda of looked at like the rounds I played and I'm like, I don't really think I had a bad matchup today. And like I think all of my mat- potential matchups in top eight are just favorable. Uh so that was I don't know, easily easily the best meta call of my life. Like, thank you, <laughs> Jacob. <laughs> um,
2: yeah, that deck yeah. tore it up. Like, y'all fucked it. Like even what Dow got like 49th
1: basically uh yeah a little bit a little bit uh below that cuz there was just a sea of 95s like he he went 9 and 5 you know he had a strong you know day one performance got day two um he ended up like t- 100 or something but in my mind he was like top 10% of the uh of the best magic players in in the state uh or not state only oh goodness and the country uh, on that day so he uh, I'm super proud of of the team for sure yeah. yeah,
2: it's. A, I did learn. I mean, if there's anything I picked up from the RCs, like I didn't play Atlanta, but I did play this one. Uh-huh. Like, getting past day one is the hub. It's so because hard. there were so many. Like it, it was a hellscape of like just different kinds of players uh-huh. and just different people bringing. Like there were players that had no idea why they were there. Kind of feeling like, oh, I got my invite winning a ten person RCQ, and I'm here for <laughs> that. And then you had the players that are, like, little sharking and shooting everything. Like, it, if you got past the hump, <laughs> like, then you're playing, like, you know, the people that, like, they they want that pro tour
1: invite. Yeah, you're you're playing good magic. I mean, I'll, I'll put it this way. So, Will and I were, until my round eight, which I'll get to. and I do want to touch on that, if that's okay. Yeah, that's about you, bro. <laughs> um, Will and I were 5-0 and against the S for Legends stack uh, combined. Like, I was 2-0 against it. He was 3-0 against it in day one. Up until my round eight. Oh, no, 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 That's not true. Sorry, I'm looking at my history. I played against it once. I think we were 4-0 against it. He he got three S for players on day one. Until I got Ken Takahama in round eight in my first feature match of the tournament, and he destroyed me. He was, like, I, in my opinion, <laughs> like, the best S for Legends player in the room. Like, I didn't really see like obviously evaluate everybody playing her, but um yeah he I, I there was definitely a point in game where I thought I couldn't lose but I you know was playing my Liliana and stuff like as the you know, same way I was playing against you know everybody else or they just feed creatures into it and I don't have to worry about it. I can just keep plussing and you know just trust that they'll just let Liliana do her thing. Um, but he navigated against it, like, masterfully, and then, you know, had a strong, uh, strong hand for game two, um, I just sat back, like, wow, um, <laughs> I just got outplayed, like, you know, I, I, feel like I had the draw to at least be competitive with that, and, uh, I just got demolished, um, so yeah, round eight was my first loss, round nine, um, I don't think I played particularly well, It was against, like, a, a pretty solid, like, uh, green-red, aggro deck, um, just a gruel stoppy thing, um so he won eight one day one i I don't I wonder how he ended up um but point is, Ken Takahama crushing me with Esper Legends, taught me how to play against the good players on Esper <laughs> so, <laughs> so round ten, eleven and twelve, my first three matches on day two were all against Esper Legends and I beat them all in like tight three game matches like nice. <laughs> And I I definitely got had to get lucky on multiple occasions. Um, yeah, like... But those... The point I was making is that, like, the Ezra Legends players of day one were much less difficult than the Ezra Legends players of, like, round eight and all of day two. They're just such difficult matches. I, yeah. I was
2: gonna say, like, there were so many people I saw that that kind of just picked up what they thought the best deck was, uh-huh. but they didn't have like the hours behind it. And Esper sure. Legends is like one of those decks I'm like, damn, I could not imagine like zero hours
1: on that deck and yeah. being like, yeah, this is a good call. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, he, here's the thing about Esper, like, you're not draws or you're not draws. Like, most decks aren't going to be able to be like on the play, scroll, follow, or feed, right? Um, yeah. So, like, you know, that care, you know, how good or bad of a magic player you are, you know, if you, if you draw that hand over and over again, like, you're going to have success, assuming you're, you know, at least have some practice of, like, how to resolve your Raphine triggers, um, which, uh, I think resolving Raphine triggers is probably the most difficult part of that deck, um, just because you really have to sculpt your entire, like, next turns, um, and what your opponent might do, I do like that deck a lot, I think that was a really good choice as well. But no, but being my point is like being able to win the games where you don't have Rafine, being able to win these scrappy like drag out games where you're like behind um and your draws aren't doing everything you needed to, yeah, that takes that takes a lot of skill. And, you know, if you go back and watch round eight of Ken Takahama, like he he shows you how to do that. <laughs> um, but yeah, um no, it's just Bunch of a, a sea of Esper players in day two are the slog through. Um, and then, uh, uh, yeah, it
2: was, that doesn't surprise me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm
1: looking at the uh archetype breakdown,
0: and Legends had a 53.7 match win percentage uh-huh. for as many pilots as they had 156. That's a really good, really oh, good yeah. showing for Esper, absolutely.
1: That's- and that insane day two conversion, like. Yeah, a lot of was in the top tables. Go ahead, I am going to cut you off though. No, yeah, you're good. The
0: the kind of the other two decks that were good, like Rakdos Midrange and Rakdos Reanimator, your deck, they're both like f- north of 52 win percentage. Uh, Rakdos Midrange at, also had a lot of pilots and also a really good win rate.
1: So, those are uh-huh. like the three decks that did really well with a lot of people in the room. If you have the uh, stats pulled up, do you know how uh mono white? ended up because there are a lot of mono white players to well, let me tell her... you about mono white. <laughs> please, please. <laughs> yeah, so uh a hundred so there was
0: like Esper Legend Rectum midrange had more one fifty or more. Uh-huh. Mono white white midrange was one hundred seventeen. And this is not full I think there's some people that may have registered mono white control, so maybe some sure uh, variants to Yeah, some yeah, variants yeah. to the stats, but uh they had 117, so the third most played in the room, about twelve percent, twelve and a half percent they had a match win percentage of forty six point six. They had four twenty eight, four twenty four, and sixty eight draws, which was by <laughs> a <laughs> crap load of draws, and by at far the most draws. So that kind of tanked the match win no, percentage because they had more wins and losses, but the draws they that affects the match win percentage because it's not a win.
1: Gotcha. Yeah. So
0: and we were uh, Cole has a Cole's last one of your last rounds that you played. You played oh. against Mondo White. My okay. God. I played Domain <laughs> Control. Who? I auto yeah. that.
2: Mm-hmm. And my losses were to... I, I played against Grixis Reanimator and then Ractos Reanimator. Uh-huh. So, like, my loss to that was they just stuck in the track set. And I was like, well, yeah, i lose. Gotcha. Uh, <laughs> but I beat up on two other model white decks, and I played a third one. And we finished one game in turns. He had two cards left in his library, and I was gonna deck him, and he swung for forty-seven. <laughs> no, we didn't you, hit so
1: you lost the game. What, like he lost A one, one nothing. One. Yeah, A one. Yeah, yeah, no, we we or were lost in turns, match. Oh one. We
2: were in turns. Like when the Yikes. match was over, like and we didn't play slow. Like the guy and I, we like every time I played white, you know, obviously it was open decklist. We would grab each other's decklist, and every bottle white opponent was like, well, fuck, we're gonna be here for a while. Yeah, we should probably get going. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. like we played fast. Like there were a lot of turns where I was like, ba- uh-huh. basically, he tapped out to do something. I'm like, all right, I'm gonna tap draw already. Like we're we're going.
0: Yeah,
1: and
2: yeah, yeah just like herd migrations, attracts us, like brotherhoods. Yeah, players have ghetto. access to
1: sweepers. So like yeah. yeah, yeah,
2: like and uh, I also played drag to the bottom. Yeah, it was it literally <laughs> came down to. He had two cards left in the library. He had an unflipped wedding announcement. And if I could have drawn my last turn migration, I would have lived. And he would have had to have drawn a card with the wedding announcement that would have lost on its turn. F. But yeah, I, it was just so... Like, I, I did fumble it near the end, too, because, like, you know, you get to that, like, we basically had, like, six people come tell him and I like okay y'all got like five minutes left and they're like are y'all still in game one We're like, yeah <laughs> so we both started like just throwing cards like just cardboard yeah. everywhere Yikes. it That's was awesome. awful and after that I was like all right I'm done
1: <laughs> I was like I-, I don't play more yeah absolutely fair yeah I, I, I feel like a, like an actual skill that uh, especially people who you know kind of started during COVID time or like are getting back in the paper or whatever the story is like I definitely think there's a skill to being able to finish a match of magic in 50 minutes, especially in today's standard. Like, today's standard can get exactly as you're describing.
2: That's grindy as hell. Yeah, yeah, like,
1: I mean, I think, you know, that matchup is, you know, the prime example of it, but, like, also just Grixis mirrors, like, we're going oh, yeah, to I've time watched as a well. Yeah, i a lot of
2: Grixis and Rakdos mirrors. <laughs> yeah,
1: it's... Oh, my God. Yeah. So... I don't know, I just, you know, learning I, learning how to finish a match and, like, you know, hold your opponent to the clock. Like, all the white players in Day 2, or mono-white players, I should say, in Day 2 um, were people who knew how to manage the clock um, and do exactly what you were saying with your opponent. Like, I'll just throw cards at the table at times. Like, <laughs> you know, I had multiple people tell me to slow down because, uh, you know, I didn't miss some things. I, I was kind of sloppy Day 1, honestly, because that was the first time I had played the deck in paper. Yeah, um, yeah, and then people like, "No, oh, slow down, Joshua! Like you, you're gonna get a game loss for, uh, you know, missing these these like getting GRVs for missing your saga things." Cause I, I got two GRVs for that.
2: I got one. It was surprising how <laughs> I, I literally when you were telling me that there, I I also got a GRV for fucking missing fable. Yeah, like and, that, <laughs> and it's crazy because like I don't make like, I don't miss stuff, and I know you don't right. either. No, like, yeah, I don't very... know what it was about fucking Fable that, like, <laughs> I would just forget to flip it.
1: Yeah, but... it's like, once it's done its job, and, like, the third chapters are irrelevant, like, you're ahead on board, you're trying to, and you do math, you know, get... You might as well
2: just put it in the graveyard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, absolutely.
1: Because <laughs> you know it's gonna die anyway, right? We're gonna sweep, we're going the like, they're gonna kill it, whatever. Um, but, nope. Well, yeah, if you're if you're not careful, if you're just disregarded as a game piece as you like often do at that stage of the game Um unless it's like your actual game game plan it's easy to overlook it
2: which I guess is so crazy because like in Pioneer like
1: no one ever forgets that right like yeah. I think that's just a testament to just how much is going on in, in like the clogged board states and standards there's just so much bookkeeping to consider like in most games right now
2: yeah, like like especially like with everything's like a two for one now in standard. Yeah. It's like absurd with like keyword hell on everything. <laughs> everything's got a huge text box. Everything does something. Nothing's vanilla and like yeah. uh, and you're just having I'm... to sit there like, all right, well, I'm against six planeswalkers, like what do I do
1: here? <laughs> <laughs> and it it can make for exciting games sometimes when like all your cards can like do a million things, but it also just makes for slogs sometimes your are players are just grinding through every resource they have
2: bray realized that he hates bankbuster after that weekend
0: you uh, know if yeah? you didn't say that that was probably my next sentence on yeah, it go for it <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah bray okay. came
2: back to texas was like fuck bankbuster <laughs>
0: yeah people talk about fable and whatever i'm like no it's bankbuster that's the card i, I just hate it i hate <laughs> that card yeah. It's a really good card. A lot of, I mean, I played four in my
1: main. Like that card is absurd. The, How much like value you could get off of it? Yeah, I was on, I was on four bankbusters for a while, and then at some point it was three and one. I think a lot of the Rakdos mid range decks was on like three and one, like three main one side for a while. Um, I just ended up two o or two two main zero side in the free animator builds because that's just not the game plan. But it's still just really good to have access to diversify your card types a little bit too yeah or two and one i played one in the side for the gra- uh, mid-range matchups I, st- yeah. I still hate it i still hate it I yeah, that's like fair that. like you're <laughs> you're allowed to hate cards that are like performing well but it, it has such a drawback too like in my finals match like in, in the last game i was over here flooding on bankbusters because you know i decided to play all three on the play in the mirror and uh I almost just got run over because of it. And, and so, there's a real cost to pay when you're putting like, what is effectively two, four, six, eight mana to do nothing. Um, right. <laughs> yeah, I was just saying to
2: draw a card. Yeah. I mean, we had Maze by a toe. toe. And
0: this is. This is I mean, that doesn't attack, though. <laughs> yeah, right. No, it, it doesn't. <laughs> doesn't it attack. Kill doesn't give you with a, a Bankbuster. Right?
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> No, I, I think Bank Buster's real strength is when you start turning it sideways. Like, it draws a card or two and then just, like, I think people forget him.
2: that a lot. I noticed that weekend. Like, people
1: kind of forget that you just crew that bitch. Like, and four is a lot. Yeah, like,
2: yeah it's not ready four-four.
1: Like, yeah. If you're not ready to take four damage, that can add up real quick. Yeah. Like,
2: yeah, there's a lot of people that just would, like, play it, like, well, I guess I'm just going to use this to cycle every turn. I'm like, what? <laughs> I'm like, you have, like, a three-three. Just crew it. It should <laughs> yeah. beat me up.
1: <laughs> yeah, there are definitely times where, like, my opponent would draw a card with fake bust, or I just like sigh, I breathe a sigh of relief, like, oh god, they, they didn't attack me with it. We're good. Yeah, they value the card in hand more. Yeah. Know? But yeah, that was basically the story. Played a a lot of a lot of very talented players, and you know, throughout the tournament, but especially in the later rounds, um, drew really well in my. Uh, Top eight matches to uh stag the invite somehow.
2: <laughs> but you're hey, you're a good player, dude. You deserve it, like honestly. Yeah, absolutely. But I but I guess my next question for you, Josh, you know, Go before we start wrapping it up is like, so what I mean, obviously you got the Pro Tour coming up, you know. Uh-huh. They don't give you much fucking time.
1: No, so soon. Yeah, but <laughs> fifteen you, days,
2: twenty days? Yeah. But so what what now? Like what do you like I figured I mean you also have your invite for Dallas, so like uh-huh. Are you going to look into Pioneer? And if so, like, leaning on as of, like, right now. Obviously, Mob's going to change some things, maybe.
1: I yeah. mean, green,
2: green getting new cards is good, but... Uh-huh. But, yeah, like, like where where you at right now?
1: What's happening? So, yeah, Step 1 has, you know, you, you mentioned, is just testing for the Pro Tour, so I'm going to start drafting. Um, in contact with a couple people. No formal, like, testing team yet, but at the very least, I'll just I'll have my normal team, you know, happily uh support me um say so yeah, I will be looking into standard mostly and drafting and I love draft as so I'm excited to draft at the top my uh, highest stage that's that's just so exciting for me um but past that man like yeah after Minneapolis I'll have like a month between that and Dallas like I'll just be grinding pioneer um I have I know uh Brent's been playing a the Neoform Atraxa deck. I don't know how good it is, but I'm definitely interested in casting traxas and Pioneer, let me tell you. The, yeah. Uh, you got two, you got, well, you got two
2: ways to do it. You got to do it in a blue-red shell or Brett shell, so, I mean, you pick I, however I did, you want to do it.
1: I did see uh the creativity list. Is that what you're referring to? Like the Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I think I like that deck. I don't know. I'll have to test it at some point, but just when when we don't have to put big score on our deck, we don't have to creativity for two, we can, we just, creativity all turn earlier. Right. Like, that's, that's kind of enticing to me, I don't know. As I say, because
2: yeah. like, so I'm an it player and like, I was picking stuff up for that and I was explaining to Brad, I was like, hey, you just do that shit on turn four. Or like, yeah. just, just <laughs> boop, here's a seven and I'll draw four cards.
1: Right. Yeah, go. Do our best modern impression of just, you know put a treasure like prismari command or pick a thing and oh, then...
2: yeah. they still play the dumb secrets of the key or whatever the hell that card is make sure. a clue card yeah. and then where yeah. you just turn two or turn three a fable and a turn or creativity <laughs> right and that's another crowd i'm interested in resolving just, H- just hell, cast fables you
0: like... go x equals two and just uh get two triggers that sounds okay <laughs> you also can make yeah. a shark on turn three sure and board, maybe yeah. just like Prismari Command is played in that shell a lot more, <laughs> so d- better digging uh, target for creativity, just good stuff.
2: And then you just get the really good creativity board of like and Kill Buster,
0: You could do that if you want to. Shut up. Thank God, you get, you get to <laughs> you get to bring Always like whole right?
2: Break horse, and you don't have to cut the combo. Like you still just keep as in.
0: Yeah, that's true.
2: Like you don't have to be like, well, I had to cut World Spine Worm and Xenogust to bring these whole breakers. You just like, right, play however
1: many I want. Yeah, Sure, with the idea being that if you creativity, you don't necessarily care if you hit a four or a word attracts so.
2: I mean, against control. Drawing four cards is still drawing four cards. Right. Right. Alright, huh, that's really interesting. Oh yeah, I was gonna say, yeah, usually like, I mean I, like, that's the one is a deck I hate in Pioneer, funny enough. Like, I mean, to be fair, I'm a Phoenix player, but uh No, the World Spider Worm shenanigans? Yeah, like, yeah, was I was really I, big on I that. I don't know. And it just never, like it, I don't know. Like, it just seemed like uh, Rakdos If it ever got big, Rak- like Rakdos is kind of the, it, it's saying gatekeeper. It is the gatekeeper of the format. Like, if a deck ever gets too popular, Rakdos is like, all right. Like green, when green got really good, Rakdos is like, all right. Well, how do we change our sideboard to beat up on green? Because obviously it beats right. us up. And uh-huh. they did, and then they started beating green out of the format with other decks like angels and stuff. Uh-huh. Same thing with nope. creativity. So like now they're going to like Necromenches, Go Blanks some other stuff, more sure. hand checks. So, like, yeah, so it won't take Rakdos long to do that, and they mm-hmm. kind of did against Creativity, but mm-hmm. at least with the Attracts the deck, like, you don't just lose to, like, them killing the, or not killing the worm, but, like, exiling the worm or something. Right. Yeah, and no, also, I, I like that. And also, like, Power Word Kill is, like, their best removal spell, and it cannot kill the so Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realize that.
0: That's it. Can't. That's that's hilarious. Yeah, non yeah, an angel or so, angel. Yeah, Brett
2: played against Jet in that top eight at the HPMO, and Jet yeah. kept drawing power work kills.
1: It was like, yeah. Oh, he's <laughs> in trouble. <laughs> oh, that's that's awesome. Yeah, no, I If if you if the if y'all have any uh, more testing with the Atraxa decks, definitely uh, definitely have to keep me in the loop on that because once uh, once May rolls around and the PT's behind me, no, it's, it's Pioneer time. Like, my team's already testing Pioneer. Um, so I don't know. Might, might have to look into decks like that. Seems cool. It's, it's funny how you, you talked about,
0: you, you doing, obviously, uh, winning dream hack and you're, like, sorry, like, looking at decks and Pioneer. <laughs> I'm, like, yeah. the opposite way where, uh, you know I had my good result at HBMO I was like well Atraxa was fun let's do that again and I played the the same deck you did Rakdos Reanimator nice did do very well but I did play it
2: (laughs) I will say it it, Brent is the good resource for deck knowledge when he is on something so like coming back and talking to him about Neoform it's just hard because like Mom is like it's got a lot of powerful cards I just don't know if in Pioneer anyone's really going to like besides
1: like Green getting Palucronos and some other stuff (laughs) Sure, yeah, I'd have to, you know, yeah, well, at least for me, y'all you know, probably be grinding it already, but, you know, I'm, I'm gonna give it a month to see what the meta yeah, shakes out the, like. Yeah, you gotta focus on to something the... else. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Pro
0: tour that probably takes precedence over the Dreamhack event. That's a month later. Could you imagine hey.
2: like what BM? If you go to the Pro tour, and you are like, I have done no testing for this. I am more excited. I've been Pioneer. I've been playing Pioneer all day. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then you like top eight the Pro tour. Yeah, just like, blow off your, hack your, your, days. your yeah,
0: blow off your Dreamhack uh, deck. You like,
2: it's like all right, we're doing this again, <laughs> running it back. Oh yeah, <laughs> I will say standard probably gets hit the hardest for mom because of just
1: how crazy that set is. There is a lot of good like legendary creature. Like, there's a lot of powerful things. It'll be hard to parse. And like, is already like, stupid and standard yeah. right now. So, so like, good. it's not hard to yeah. like, splash a track, so why not? Yeah, fuck <laughs> it. It's legendary. Put her in there. <laughs> yeah. Esper
2: that... Legends, we're just go back to Joda. Fuck it. Crazy. Yeah, I and mean, Esper
1: Legends got a new toy too. The blue, like, looter that untaps and Runa! becomes a, that
2: and caspery shit.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's good. <laughs> I don't know. There's just a lot to uh, a lot to figure out. But you know, past that, you got to ask what my plans are. I guess I'll I'll just finish that. Um, yeah, stay intense real quick, like you know, DreamHack Dallas. I'm excited for. Hopefully, between the I have to go nine and seven at Minneapolis to qualify for uh, Barcelona. So if I can bat above fifty percent against the best in the world, like that would be insane. I would love to go to PT Barcelona. If not, we'll just try to run it back in Dallas. And past that, I got until September to uh, figure out Worlds arrangements. That's gonna be silly. Oh, and yeah, Vegas. you have your
2: Worlds invite, too. Yeah,
1: that's we crazy. Didn't t- I didn't even talk about that. Yeah. That's <laughs> awesome. So Worlds is in September? Yeah, September. Uh, they have not announced a format yet. I have a... I'm I'm. I'm hoping it's modern. I know a lot of people don't like modern. You know, I feel like y'all are more Pioneer players at this point, but
2: it's so I... weird to say that too about me because I used to hate this fucking format and I was like <laughs> the biggest modern like pusher ever. Yeah. Oh, I remember.
1: Hey, blew right Through the Breach died, man. That shit oh, is <laughs> it every day. <laughs> but yeah, like I I don't know. My my hope is that it's modern and they try to use like Vegas as to the flagship way to like promote modern or whatever, but um, I mean, this we is are probably the wishful Lord of thinking. the Rings set, So oh, there is, there is a big chance it could be like yeah, that does might love
2: be, yeah. doing bullshit like that.
0: <laughs> but I don't so know what, what would be your jam in modern. Like what I know, it's like we may have a Lord of the Rings in front of us, but what what's your oh. kind of your deck in modern? What, what? I mean,
1: as I said, like I love. John mid-range, like John Saga right now is I was uh, gonna say. I've had a lot of <laughs> sure. success with. But you know, I'm I'm I, I try not to get too attached to decks. Like I have my preferred playstyles, like mid-range decks or like reactive decks that have good go over to top elements, you know, such as Rakdos Reanimator. Uh Rakdos okay. Reanimator kind of reminded me of the like bring the light scapeshift decks in modern. Um you have like the tool the the best fair tools to like Survive early and then just like stupid go over to soft things. Um, so like I would lean towards something like that, not a go over to soft thing like Tron, but something that can like interact better, um, in the early game and take over the game late. Um, yeah, Tron, but you get
2: to interact early.
1: Oh, yeah, (laughs) yeah, I know, I know, you know. Played some amount of Tron before. I've I played I've, a I think lot I played of Tron. <laughs> Everyone in the tribe is a
0: is always a Tron player. Oh, too. I know. Trust Even, me. And that's where I started.
1: Actually, <laughs> I mean, how I I learned how to be Tron just from getting my I concur. So I ass handed to me from y'all over and over again. Like, <laughs> I was to say, if
2: you live in Texas and you go anywhere in the Fort Worth area, you have to know how to be Tron. There's yeah. so many people that have oh, yeah. like Donovan. always oh, shout him out. Like I mean, uh-huh. he he is. He's I don't know, I even player. know if he's played anymore but he is the like Tron guy oh yeah like anything I learned about Tron was from. Donovan. <laughs> like when I went to GP Austin and I day tuned, and like got like top like 70 or something like that uh-huh. like everything I learned like all the calls, everything was from Donovan <laughs> like nice and then he like top aided the HBMO in like 2018 I think it was the last one yeah. that yeah it was the last one um, that you did yeah because he lost to Princess,
1: right on, on Phoenix. I'm trying to remember that, but, but yeah, yeah, like he, he, like he, he is a Tron guy. Like he knew everything about Tron. Ellen, you know, there's a decent because the the end statement of mine is like I have my preferred my preferred playstyles, but like you know, I'll I'll make a meta call. Like I I I feel pretty comfortable looking at metas and making decisions on deck choice based on that. I'm not above. Asking y'all to give me a Tron list. Well, like, if a, if, a, if, a, if, if, if I think that's going to be good for the tournament.
0: Sure.
2: Like, you're, like, Josh, and like, I, I keep talking about it. Like, you're a phenomenal player. So, like, if there was any people that I know that could just be like, give me a deck, I'll, I'll pick, I'll do it and I'll learn <laughs> it. And it's you. Like, you are very good. And like, the, like, when we would play and I was on Blue Red Breach, like, you could dissect what I was on. <laughs> you're Like, you'd be sitting there we'd be talking it out. Like, you're very vocal, and I love that about you, because hmm. you talk through when you're it's doing. How I things, think. Yeah. yeah, and like just hearing that, it's like, it's like, all right, like he's he knows what he's doing here. He knows, like, oh no. And and if you know me, like I play random bullshit in all of my decks. Like when I play spirits and everything, and you would call me on it. You're like, I know he's playing
1: that shit. I'm like, that? how? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I don't know. You're you're far too kind to me. I, you know.
2: Well, I only hype up the best, Josh.
1: Oh man. Like, like I said, I've known you for,
2: <laughs> for a little bit now, and every time we
1: played, I've never had a bad game against you. I appreciate it. I try to give everyone the best game of my ability. I don't always succeed, but I appreciate you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think uh think I think that's you know, with with how far out it is, like that's that's all I got in modern. Like if it was tomorrow I'd play John Saga, have a million reps with the deck, but Sure, sure. Yeah. yeah. Well you got a good minute. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Well, we'll see what Lord of the Rings nonsense brings to the table. I don't know. And that's even if world is modern. Right, yeah. No, yeah, I, mean, right. The, I forgot. You, know,
2: I, I, you kind of you know, debated me into just, like, believing it now. <laughs> no, yeah. I mean, I don't, they might not even announce it until, like, a month before it's even mm.
0: built like, some with suspense. How, with how,
2: yeah, I was going to say, with how Wizards is. Like, with, you they, know,
0: alchemy's not off the table. Yeah, oh, God, please. <laughs> Anything <laughs> they, but that.
2: I mean hell. I if they did standard but you were on arena.
1: that'd probably be yeah. that would yeah. suck. Um, <laughs> I mean once again, I'll learn to format. Like I I'm not above figuring out alchemy. I just won't be happy about it. <laughs> I doubt they would do that with how little Alchemy's performed. Like I I think it'd be historic
2: before it'd ever be
1: alchemy. Right. right. Then, that'd be really funny though. Like I would I would not enjoy that as much, but it would be a really funny thing for Watsey to do. Yeah. It's like that. we really need a story to pump numbers.
2: <laughs> can make it the World's format. <laughs> like, all
1: right. all oh, right.
0: Other can play. We'll also do vintage
1: draft too. Now, no, no. The vintage cube. I, 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 yeah, I, I played a, a hell out of vintage cube. <laughs> I played so many vintage cube drafts. I told you I love limited. Like, yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> you are Bring a phenomenal limited arm. player
2: too. I suck ass at limited.
0: Oh. Yeah, that was how you got your invite, right? Was a, oh. a limited RC? Yeah, I probably should
1: started with that no uh oh, yeah. how'd, you, how'd you get my my actual my actual thing that qualified me for uh san diego sorry uh little small small shop in a middle of nowhere wiley texas uh game nerds uh, i was gonna say you was remember a nice where shop. it was yeah <laughs> um it was it was a good shop i had only been there to one time i'm at all stores like super friendly i was, was small I guess, I guess i guess that means i was one of the one of the people you were meaning on earlier, of like, yeah, I just won this random, like, 13-person RCQ or, like, well, half okay, the people. Well, okay, but we say <laughs> that,
2: but that room, like, so I was there cheerleading JB. That room was uh-huh. stacked.
1: Yeah. Besides, like, 10 of, like, the locals, like, there were a lot of, like... <laughs> yeah, it's like half the field was, was you know, locals who you know, are kind of playing more casually and playing because this is their store, and, you know, they, they had a good time, and a couple of them top-aided. But the other room was like people who traveled like us for like an hour, like you know I had to beat Dustin in the finals. I think Dustin's definitely a better limited player than I am for sure. Like he's he's so good, and I I drew pretty well and I had a very fortunate draft. Uh, Jv played well too. You know, I I got him in the uh, in the semis, but you know archetypically, typically like I had a brandy four color domain value deck. This was Dominaria United Limited. And he had, you know, a good John or like black green midrange deck that like beat the aggro player for me, I think. <laughs> yeah, he beat up <laughs> yeah. So he beat he up what was it, Megan, right?
2: I think he yeah, has beat up. Oh yeah,
1: you know, yeah. Megan's you know, a good player too, like, you know, especially on aggressive decks. Like, um my understanding is that, you know, Dustin and and them like kinda coached him on like what they should draft and how they should draft and yeah, you know, put her on a on an aggro deck. You know, she'll so she can she can sweep the draft for sure. Uh, so thank you, JV, for stopping her in the tracks. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, you know, Dustin, you know, definitely, definitely could have won that that event. He uh, he had some unfortunate draws, but yeah, that uh cued me for the the big one. So I'm super fortunate.
0: I was talking to Robert Taylor, of Fire Shoes uh at about his event. I forgot he, yeah. he tweeted it but he, I forgot his story. He played a nine person limited event. He <laughs> went oh uh he was o two oh two one got a got the buy the fourth in the last round. No. Got eighth into the like, made top no. eight of nine <laughs> and then won the event in the, the, I guess the draft or whatever. And I was like, oh my gosh, I was Sure, that's everybody. A, that's just, a great story. <laughs> that's amazing. Everybody just plays the seal deck for positioning,
1: basically. Like. <laughs> right?
0: <laughs> yeah. It's like I think one o then to start iding after oh, yeah. round two,
1: <laughs> <laughs> and you are like, yeah, we're done. Yeah, just you know, plenty of time to like, you know, eat and probably uh, practice drafts on a reader or something. I don't know. <laughs> oh my
0: gosh,
1: that's that's pretty funny. I got to meet Fire Shoes uh, for the first time, I even know i'm not on twitter or anything until you know the event fire fire she's like told me to unearth my twitter account and i gotta I meet mean, him he was super super cool guy it was it was really nice uh, getting to know him a little bit yeah
0: he he does uh the lord's work uh, i'm glad that he uh his twitter like he shares so much information it's just always always great to it was absolutely. great to meet him in person
1: absolutely i agree That's... okay um
0: I cool. You got anything else? I'm, I'm kind of...
2: No, I think that's it.
1: All right, cool. Dang, y'all dedicated an entire podcast. Just to... <laughs> I no, appreciate that. We're happy to, uh, I was, We're I, happy I, to. I, I assumed y'all would have, like, you know, your normal regularly scheduled program to talk about or whatever, but... I don't
2: know this is about <laughs> you, dude. Like, honestly, like, you deserved it. We love talking to you and hearing, like, your story. Like, people deserve to listen to it, man. Like, <laughs> yeah.
1: That means the world to me all. I appreciate you. Yeah. Good friends. So how could,
0: how could people, uh fi- so, since you now have a f- red-hot Twitter account, how oh, could yeah.
1: people, uh, uh what's your Twitter handle, and how could people reach you? Yeah, fresh off the, uh, fresh from the grave, it's uh, <laughs> at stormcrow 42 with a Q because I'm edgy or something, S-T-O-R-M-Q-R-O-W-4-2. Yeah, yeah, you're edgy just like, yeah, that's how I pe- I describe you to people. That. Oh, <laughs> Josh, Joshua wills the edgy grinder. Something yeah. like that. Something <laughs> like that. But yeah, that's also my magic online uh handle. So if you, uh, username handle, whatever, if, if you, um, see me on the trophy leader words for whatever format I'm grinding at the time, that's, uh, that's me.
0: Okay. All right. Awesome. Well, I will go ahead and share the, the dream hack article about you i'll put that in the show notes as well uh, as your twitter information so thank if you, you want to read out read about it uh and everything go ahead check it out uh but that will do it for us this week thanks once again joshua willis for uh for joining us for crushing the event and yeah it was awesome to have you on thank you so much for having me it's been a pleasure it was awesome to be here yeah all right thanks everyone for checking us out we'll catch you guys next time Thank mm-hmm.